Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you'll get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matters more than ever. Place your money line prop or parlay bets with the king of sports books today sign up using code buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet bet mgm and GameSense remind you to play responsibly 21 plus and present in ohio subject to eligibility requirements rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days gambling problem call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with mgm northfield park It's here. Peloton's best offer of the season. Get up to $300 off accessories when you purchase a Peloton Tread. Choose from accessories like a heart rate monitor, non-slip grip dumbbells, yoga blocks, and more. If you've been looking for a sign to join Peloton, this offer gives you everything you need to get going. Hurry. Peloton's best offer of the season is here, but not for long. Visit OnePeloton.com to learn more. All access membership separate. Limited time offer cannot be combined with other offers. See additional terms at OnePeloton.com. Start recording. Recording in progress. I need to remember to do those backwards. I actually had a I had a bad uh situation yesterday on uh anime versal reviews, which will be out today for Classroom of the Elite Season One. I forgot to record in OBS for like the first nine minutes of the of the show, but thankfully I had the uh zoom back up so i was able to um kind of hodgepodge it together and and post and make it look halfway uh halfway decent so i was happy with that happy fourth of happy fourth of july happy independence day all that all that good stuff manny did most of your community celebrate last night or is there going to be still a lot of stuff to, tonight all week all weekend actually all week. it um since friday actually some places started on friday uh mm. but the town i live in in madera uh last friday the per the company who was supposed to be doing the fireworks lost their license Ooh. so our town our town uh who hadn't had a fireworks show in four years will, will not have still, a fireworks show still not getting one but Damn. this time because the 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 fireworks provider got shut down by fire marshals Jeez, you believe that's... that that's rough, man. Any, anyways, guys, welcome to the uh, to the Daily Cup of Genre here on the Genreverse uh, Podcast Network and the YouTube channel, uh, sponsored by the good folks over at Grow Generation. Uh, more on them a little bit later in the in the episode. Part of the big LRMOnline.com family. Uh, make sure you head over there every day for all of your entertainment news needs and opinions. Whatever app you're listening to us on, please do uh, follow so that way you don't miss this show or any of the other great, great ones. And if you're watching us on YouTube, thank you so much. Please do hit the red subscribe button and check out all the, the great content we have here, including trailer trailer reactions amongst all the uh, podcasts. I'm uh, Kyle Malone at that Kyle Malone on Twitter. That's Manny Gomez at Manny Gomez Media on Twitter. Twitter 
And it's Monday, Independence Day, which means millions and millions of Americans and any good person that's got decent taste in in movies will be watching Independence Day today. We might talk about that a a little bit later, but uh, it's Monday, and that means it's it's time to look at some box office numbers. And Manny actually was super stoked. He's like, oh, my God, I can't can't wait for for, uh, Monday box office talk. I I got numbers. He was, like, foaming at the mouth and and shit. It's crazy. What's up, Manny? What do you want to talk about? I mean, this is just my favorite uh, topic of the week usually that we cover, especially right now, because mm-hmm. you, I, if you don't remember us doing this in the fall, it was like, oh, do you, do you think this means that it's going to die? Like, do you, <laughs> do you think that do you think that it's ever going to get any better than this? And 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 so um, to see the last two weeks in particular, well, the last few weeks more than anything, but like last week. Last week was a vi- well uh, was a very I-, I think important week because we had four movies over twenty million dollars regardless if they were week one week two week three right and then Lightyear of course dragged along with eighteen um and so you know it, so we talked about it last week that there's a variety in in movies and so everybody has something that, to go out to watch so, so it's it, it's such a good sign for theaters who for a second you and i were even pondering if they were going to die of course we never thought that would actually happen but you know things would have to change which they have um but this week uh minions rise of Gru, 108 million dollars and currently on pace uh to surpass the transformers movies from a few years ago for the fourth of july weekend i think it's estimated to make uh, 128. I, I had I had those numbers and I lost them. No, I, I got it up on on the numbers.com, their uh, projection chart. Um, yeah, 100. It's sorry, about 127. On, on 127 yeah, so maybe 128. Um, they're gonna they're gonna possibly pass the, the Transformers. Well, they will very easily if they make anywhere over 116. Uh, Transformers Dark dark side of the moon which was was garbage anyway mm-hmm. i'd rather watch minions a hundred times than than watch um trans that m- movie that one was terrible uh but yeah what, um, which one Bum- bumblebee or the the very the last one before dark side that? of the moon oh see that that was better than revenge of the fallen i mean that's not saying a whole lot but it's it was better than that <laughs> anyways <laughs> Yeah, so and, and then look, look at the Top Gun still number 2, still strong, yeah. 25 25 and a half million. And then at, you know, Elvis dropped seven. out of 105 the- mm-hmm. theaters at that too, man. 6 weekends in 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 release, 3800 theaters. Damn. Yeah. <laughs> Elvis Elvis is still doing all right. It only had a 39% drop and 19 million. Jurassic World still holding on 15. And so you kind of, I think you have, you're going to have, you already have Top Gun, which crossed over a million. Jurassic World is over 800, um, 800 million. I'm sorry, did I say Top Gun? One billion. You meant a billion. Billion, yeah. 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 And just shout, shout out to the Black Phone for hanging in there. 40, 48 million over, overall for horror flick. Not too bad. Uh, the dud, man, is Lightyear. I can't, I can't. I know. I don't, like. <laughs> Man, I, like I knew that I felt very strongly about it. I didn't realize that that was going to be a. And then it doesn't help that Tim Allen came out last week, 
and was like, yeah, it has nothing to do with my toy. The, the, as in Buzz Lightyear, the toy that he yeah. portrays. So I thought that was very interesting and telling of this is how everybody feels. No, <laughs> to say it harshly, no one cares about Buzz Lightyear, the man. We care about <laughs> Buzz Lightyear, the toy. Um, so, I mean, just in one weekend, Minions, Minions did better than it has, I think. Yeah, overall. Um, I did hear one thing on the on the news, and uh, the numbers is not as uh, easy to to work with as um, old uh, box office mojo used to be. But this is the first uh, animated movie uh, opening over a hundred million since uh, twenty nineteen, since before the the pandemic. Um, it's one of those. Uh, genres i don't not really genre styles there's the word, word i'm looking for one of those movie styles it's an animation uh that um uh a lot of studios have just been sending their crap to streaming you right know? Mm-hmm. or they don't push it a lot in 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 the press and and advertising because you know they're trying to s- save money because kids weren't going to the- theaters adults weren't taking their kids to to theaters now they they are i mean 108 8 million for minions is yeah man it's 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 impressive given the the tracking of of animated films in the in the last two in the last two years uh it's it's what disney had had hoped lightyear would do they were probably hoping for it to you know mm-hmm. open up to to over 100 a hundred million easily um and here it is now just barely having crossed a hundred hundred million over its third weekend in in release um i i i'm super stoked about people going to theaters uh things are changing there's more and more premium like Hey, come to our theater for for this. Whether it's mm-hmm. like a theater cafe to or cinema cafe here in my area to uh, uh, have dinner and a, and a movie, uh, or it's uh, premium experiences on large screens, 4D, the the X whatever thing with the the projectors on the on the sides. All of these things are are little gimmicks in in the way that 3D was, but they're not. Except for the cinema ca- cafe, that actually takes something out of the experience for me. But uh, um, most of them aren't about. Most of them are just about making you more comfortable, giving you more immersion mm-hmm. versus 3D, yeah. which required, which was distracting. You, yeah. you know, the the lenses darkened everything. the The frame rates had to be just just right, and and if it wasn't filmed for 3D, it never really felt as as good um but the the fact that you have uh minions doing so well to me tells me that people are still willing for a regular t- traditional seat popcorn and, and soda uh because no one goes and, <clears throat> and pays for big premium experiences for these these types of movies in general i know some some places do but in general these are these these make money in in the traditional theaters you know and that's that's good because Guys, traditional theaters provide jobs. You know, if everything's just a, a premium experience, there's only so many screens. Damn cat. Uh, only so many uh, screens that uh, can fit all of the, those things. And that's less showtime, less seats. So, yeah, if you want your, your theater to s- stick around, you still need those traditional screening rooms to, to do well. 
Yeah, I mean, and and the the thing about uh, the the Minions film, we went to the theater yesterday to watch it, is that like our room was not only it was packed, it was the RPX room, mm-hmm. uh, and I mean there was people of all ages there to enjoy them. There was a couple of like there was a group of like like older people, um, and you know I think probably in their sixties, um, no kids, just just uh, just there, just <laughs> and it, and it, and it just enjoying the heck out of the movie. It's it's funny, you you would think that. It's like, oh, it's a Minions film. It's not gonna, it's not gonna do that well because they're kind of almost like, they're they're the um, almost like the mascots now of Illumination and and everything yeah. they do. And they they've also been used for like the the RPA the THX um, mm-hmm. uh, um, teasers and and things of that nature. But but look, it's just like it's like man, like it's a very it's like they're very simple cart. They're very simple animations and they're killing it at the box office that that to me was kind of it's pretty pretty amazing uh and it and it just makes me happy to see that 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 disney's probably wrong for some of the releases that they have that are going straight to um the streaming services yeah and um i think one of the movies i feel very strongly about that is the one that is um apex which will be out in august Mm -hmm. the predator film I feel, or is it Prey? Sorry, it's Prey. 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 I was prey. gonna say Prey. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. I feel very strongly about the fact that I won't be able to enjoy that in theaters. Mm. For example, and then um, I think either Turning Red or there was another one. There's another animated one also. Uh, was... Luca. They Luca. sent Luca to streaming. Yes. So, so you, you know you're. It's, I don't understand the lack of confidence in some of these movies. Or just, it's like, it's like you, that how much you feel strongly that Disney Plus and Hulu needs them, that you're now you're you're kind of almost robbing people of also that theater experience. And I, I don't know. I, I think that Turning Red would have done better than Lightyear in theaters. Possibly. I haven't seen. I still haven't seen it. You've got a daughter, uh, yes. so um, the way I understood this movie, turning red, it looked cute and fun in the uh, trailers. We just never got a- around to it. By the time we did, um, by the time we we did, um, I had already heard that it's a very very specific audience. It's not as general audiences of a kid movie. It's very much you know relates to to females in their mm-hmm. experience which yes. is fine i'm not knocking it what whatsoever but that meant without a bigger you know net to catch a, a general audience that i wouldn't necessarily be as engaged so i told christine when you see it if it seems good if you think i would enjoy it let, let me know because we love animated movies you know mm-hmm. um so i haven't seen that one May, maybe it maybe it would have um i think the people that were upset about it you know, catering to females were, you know, why be upset? It's okay if it caters to them, but it's also okay for, for those that were like, how dare you not be super enthusiastic about this, this movie catering to females, you male, like it's not meant for me. How could I hype something that's that I'm not interested? It's not meant for, you know what I'm saying? So both like get, get over the fact that something was made for, for females, but also get over the fact that people that aren't, Going through menstrual cycles weren't really, <laughs> super well, that, but that's also that's, you know, you know, that's, you know? A, that's a very 
and for for these types of people in general it's a very naive approach to some yeah. films and it's also what i hate about in people in, in general especially on social media that because something isn't for you it doesn't mean it isn't good right and it could because different audiences do need different films oh yeah it's just like you know what I mean, this wasn't for me but it was still very well done i can see how so and so would very much enjoy it and yeah, absolutely. People are so quickly to start to try to bash things, and it's just it's just more important to support to, to support the art form and everything, and not everything. And you know, there's just some people who need to realize that, and this isn't in, in general, not just in movies, and not everything is for them. Yeah, and and your 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 way of life is not being attacked just because not everything isn't being catered <laughs> to you. It, and and it's okay to, and it, and it's okay to not like something because it's not for you. Yep. You as well. Both both are fine. Accept it, ladies and gentlemen. Um, I'm ready to take a word from our sponsors and come back and talk about some Marvel stuff. So you ready for that? Yeah, that's Let's fine. Grow Gen Talk. Grow Generation, where the pros go to grow. For all of your cultivation needs, Grow Generation has the right products, service, and staff to make your grow successful. Go to www.growgeneration.com, where the pros go to grow. All right, thank you guys so much for sponsoring the the episode as usual. Uh, Manny, we got some uh, Marvel news some like images uh put out that uh all appear to be legit i got a couple of pieces from the direct i'm trying to bring up for you guys uh our first looks at uh namor namor i always grew up saying namor i know some some saying namor but anyways uh from wakanda forever is where we're expecting to see him at and we've got some uh first images you've seen these right manny we shared them on uh discord yeah Mm -hmm. yeah you guys should check out our discord a link in in the in the box down below so we've we've had rumors i don't i don't know if uh feige or anyone ever officially came out and and talked about the um uh uh south american uh south central american influence that this uh uh character would have or inspiration from this character would have versus traditional like greek uh, slash uh, Medi- Medi- Mediterranean Atlantis type stuff. Uh, what do you What do you think, man? What do you, What do you think about what Marvel's attempting to to do here, both uh, aesthetically and just the the character being brought into the MCU in general? Um, I'm gonna be 100 percent honest with you. I don't know the first thing about Na- about Neymar. Um, He's it- asshole, a bit rapey, and has has it hot for for uh, the Invisible Woman, Sue Storm. Cool, so let's make that guy the Latino then, right? Um, I don't think he's gonna be quite that in the movie. I hope not. No, I, no, I, definitely not in in uh, Disney. It's a, it's kind of a joke. Yeah, um, no. yeah. The, the issue the issue I have with it is I don't really know the character, so mm-hmm. I don't really care. Um, but uh, adding adding Central American influences to it is great <clears throat> because they're not really a hero that you can say has been around for a long time that you can do that with anyway. So, so taking, so taking Neymar and kind of, you know, mixing in some, maybe even some of the traditional wear as we saw in the image that, that kind of makes it look a little, maybe even like Aztec or Inca mm-hmm. or, um, or they just... are borrowing, uh, an Aztec and uh, deity. I forget the mm-hmm. name of it. Um, and the character Atuma, 
uh, a villain uh, in in Namor's world um, is also uh, heavily Aztec, and there's uh, obviously some Mayan influences and in, in Mayan. That's what I was looking well. for. Yeah, so um, that's. Uh-huh. I was going to say, did you see the Atuma images? Not the Atuma ones. Here, I'll share it with Actually, you real quick. Oh, Here it is. Here you go. Oh, you found it? Okay, then I'll stop sharing. <laughs> yes, I did. So, yeah. 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 See, that's cool because we're not going to get that anywhere. And I and I mean that we as Latinos. Uh, we're not going to get that anywhere else right now. We're, yeah, I'm, yeah, we're going to have like a Blue Beetle character and things like that. And America Chavez was a great step. But as far as something that's rooted in our traditions, like remember how I said how excited I was in the past about how like for African American culture, from African cultures, like that you have like Black Panther, you have like Shang mm-hmm. Chi for um, Chinese cultures and everything, and obviously for for you white people, you have Captain America. <laughs> um, <laughs> God, um, my my Captain America is black right now. Damn it, <laughs> <laughs> Sam Wilson's great. I love Sam. Um, but yeah, this is this is gonna be the closest we're gonna get to having our Aztec heritage, our Mayan heritage uh, on the big screen for now. So I guess I'll, I'll have you to know, take it. I I have to ask the, this being being that guy. Um, one one thing that is for certain is that uh, Hispanic Latin American, uh, uh, specifically Latin American, to blend in both the Spanish and Portuguese uh, heritage as well as the native um, and mixing and all that that's that happened in South and, and Central America. So uh, while there are plenty of heroes out there, you mentioned America Ch- Chavez, uh, even though she's an alien, they've built her up as as Hispanic. Everything about her is, uh, is that uh, you've got Miles Morales. Uh, you've got, um, oh God, what was the female ghost writer? I was kind of, I was kind of hoping they would use her uh, um, when they when they re- reboot Ghost Rider because she oh, has like that history Alejandra with Jones. Adam, like the <clears throat> biblical Adam. What's that? Alejandra Jones. There you go, Alejandra. But the point be- being is, you've got all of these other than Miles. Miles, I think, is probably one of the biggest names in in uh, that side of Marvel uh, with with Hispanic and Latin American uh, uh, heroes. Um, but there's other than him, like who's the who's the the headliner? Who is the the Black Panther? You know what I'm saying, right? Mm-hmm. Um, and that brings up the the whole uh, point of um, like when they do race switching and stuff like that. And this is an imaginary world with within our own world, let alone an imaginary world in a comic book. You know what I'm saying? So them switching it up is what it, what it is. Namor was going to look kind of goofy, no, no matter whether he was Greek and, and uh, Mediterranean or u- using this. But when you can just so easily take something, this is me playing devil's advocate and Hollywood, just slap a new, new uh, layer of, you know, different layer of uh, aesthetic over it. Doesn't that still keep, the heroes, the minority heroes from coming from, you know, B, C list status to A, A list status. Like where is the, the, the major, where's the Hispanic Latino, Latina, uh, fucking black Panther. Where, where is that? And can we get there when Hollywood seems so ready to just re, I I don't want to use paint, but you know, re, redo redo it you know change change it up it's well the thing is it haven't been written yet 
Uh, yeah, it's, that's it's what only, it's well, only, some, yeah, go ahead. Sorry. It, it's only in the last few years, really. Uh, well, that, that I've been seeing a lot of, a lot of them are my friends too, com- comic book writers that mm-hmm. are Latinos who are very, very passionate about you know, writing some of these characters, writing some new characters and cre- creating that for us uh, because the, the representation of comics hasn't necessarily been there. Um, so I, I think we're getting there, but it's not quite there. I, I mean, it's just whether it was for lack of opportunity or, or in, you know, that, that we don't have them yet. We, we, mm-hmm. and, and so I would hope that uh, we do soon, but for now, I, I'm, I'm happy to see us start to, you know, peek in, in behind the curtain a little bit more and a little bit yeah. more. Um, and and I can't complain about it too much because it's not like I have a like you were saying a character to go yeah. to. It's like, yeah, why haven't we made a movie about this person? Because it's just not there. Um, so to, to take it. Neymar and kind of package him that way, it's like, well, you know, it's an Atlantean, and Atlantean yeah. is really made um, up uh, up to it's a it's it's really you can believe in Atlantis fine or not. Um, but it, it's up to interpretation. Mm-hmm. It's not well, like it's going to mess with the characters as, as far yeah, as you, you know, the, the actual interest. Atlantis uh, has been in in and near uh, Antarctica, as far as like alleged places, as far you know down in the ocean, you know, south as as uh, around Antarctica. It's been in the Mediterranean. It's been in the the mid Atlantic, out you know, like towards mm-hmm. uh, Iceland and, and crap like that. Um, if I'm not mistaken, somewhere between like Iceland and Britain. Anyways, the point point being is is it's it's made up. Um, I just I have to wonder, you know, does the like like we both said. You know, there is no Hispanic or uh, Latin American Black Panther right now for them to give a, a tentpole movie. The closest that I can think of in, in Marvel off the top of my head be, being Miles. Well, he's got mm-hmm. the Spider-Man name. So no matter what, that's that's they know they've got a gold mine there. We we don't know why they haven't used him yet, but they, they've got a gold mine built in in there from just that alone uh, with 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 uh spider-man being so uh prominent in in pop culture but let alone miles morales has been one of the best off and on there's there's been good and bad stories but for for a while he was the best spider spider-man book there was like i knew lots of lots of people that were reading miles morales spider-man over amazing you know mm-hmm. um but if if we don't if we don't actually pump those up man if if hollywood keeps taking some of these these easy way way out and i know if you've got characters to use great but if you don't have them then god man then then marvel needs to be working <clears throat> on hey where where where's our where's our uh what is that what is that thing called at all of the like conventions where where they allow the artists and and people to bring in their their work and stuff it's like let's it's time for some some new heroes that that aren't going to just be uh, a random mutant in the X Men mm-hmm. because we we get plenty of representation of of everything in in the X Men, but there's so many of them and and none of them you know none of none of the uh, like leads have really changed over time and uh, it, it's, it's a tough. frustrating situation. It's tough, man, because I feel like Marvel. So in the, in the, there's a couple past few years that they were changing characters just just for that clout and not necessarily mm. for the betterment of 
<clears throat> a character or a storyline, it got really annoying um, because it, it would mess up uh, it would mess up certain continuities from the past, or it just it just wouldn't make sense, or it just felt it just felt like it, they were um, they were just trying to please people instead of actually making yeah. the character better. Uh, they they did that by changing you know some people's sexual orientation, sometimes gender, sometimes um, regardless of regardless of the the reason or or what they changed it to, it just it just it just felt it just felt like they were doing it pandering. For, yeah, you say it pandering, <laughs> and that was of, my concern. Yeah. Instead of actually making a new character, um, exactly. a perfect a, a perfect example of of it, them doing it well, and this was DC doing it well. <clears throat> It was Jessica Cruz and how she was introduced very slowly to the Green Lantern hmm. and and it was kind of and it was kind of a, a simmer <clears throat> until she was elevated to her own book and now just really a mainstay in the in the Green Lantern core <clears throat> to the same level as a guy Gardner as mm-hmm. a Kyle Rayner etc uh, etc et um that was very well done because they just mixed in her heritage with some of her anxiety issues and things like that and and it's a new character that I believe will be featured in whatever Green Lantern project they're working on now, if they're even working on it anymore. Now with Discovery taking over and, and yeah. <laughs> doing a bunch of stuff. But point is, like, that, but that character is now canon and and is ready and available to be used. Um, heck, she's been featured already in like DC Superhero Girls and and a couple of others. Oh, and and then just the the world of animated films that that they do for for warner brothers uh dc so that's a that's a that's a a good way of putting like yeah that's a character done right yeah and then um i don't necessarily um mention some of the ones i think were were done (laughs) wrong because you know whatever yeah but overall It's... it's just it's like because the thing is, you know, as a, as a as a kid, the whole point of comics and the whole point of these superheroes is to be able to feel seen, and to be able to, um, you know, just be able to see yourself in in some of these characters. And if yeah. you only see a certain type of, of of race or a certain type of person in general, you, you, it's hard to to maybe relate with the comic and and really yeah. feel like. It's doing what what a comics you know the purpose you know you're not the little kid thinking that you're Billy Batson or something you, it's just it's different. Yeah, I uh, you and I have had this conversation on this show before. Um, it's very similar to uh, when they start redoing fairy tales and myths, legends, mm-hmm. stories, and they're constantly using Grimm, Mother Goose, you know, Western European type type stuff. Your Snow Whites, your your Sleeping Beauties, your beauty beauty and and the beast and something you and i have both pointed out is every culture has their their own myths legends and and fairy tales you know they're all throughout the indigenous groups in south and central america they're all that were adapted by by a lot of the uh spanish and and portuguese uh uh uh, colonizers there and and there's a whole new thing that's been created out of the two mixtures for for you know hundreds hundreds of years uh you've got the same thing in in africa and in in asia and every every time that they just decide to redo Cinderella with a, a you know X spin on it, you're neglecting all of those those other stories that I 
personally would love to watch, would love to see, would would love to hear. I, you know me, I've got a very very broad mm-hmm. uh, taste for for all inter- entertainment, from music and and movies to TV shows. My my wife and I uh, uh, consume a lot of uh, uh, a lot of inter- entertainment, and man, I <laughs> I ne- I I feel more bound by Hollywood and and the studios than than I do by my own tastes you know what I'm saying like I'm open to to see the the horror movies from around around the world just like I I am for the comedies for the for the fantasies uh you know why and you don't have to Hollywood it uh, you don't have to put the North American US spin on everything you can literally just take a Mayan or Aztec or or fuck taking uh, uh, an Australian Aboriginal story and and as long as the you've got the the proper care for the for the source and permission from from people to share because I know there's some uh, 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 groups of people out there that their stories are for them they're not meant to be shared so as long as you're crossing your eyes and dotting your t's <laughs> the way you're well, supposed that, to yeah. and that, that gives tell the oppor- those stories and that gives the opportunity for you know a diverse group of directors and producers writers, and writers to come in and actors actresses and, and to do that yeah i mean All, the whole nine look at uh, i i'd say mayans mc is a good example of that because the creator of it was actually one of the one of the co-creators of it um was actually the guy who did sons of anarchy Mm-hmm. And I don't remember his name by the, by the top of my head. Um, oh, Kurt <laughs> Sutter, sorry. And uh, he he did. I think he worked in the first two seasons of it, and maybe it was the first three, but no, the first two. Um, maybe even just the first season. But at the end of the season, he stepped down because he said, "This is not my story to tell," and left it all left it up to the in the hands of Elgin James, which was which I thought was a very noble thing to do because he could have been like, hey, "Screw you guys, this is my show." Like we're you know yeah. We're, but he decided this is not my story to tell and left it to Elgin James and the rest of the Latin um, group that, that were working on it. And and they have nothing bad to say about the, about Kurt. But after he left, everyone felt so much better and more comfortable with, with now working together and what they wanted to do as far as this is our story of, of what we think it should, what we think it should be. So... I you know it, I think that's um I think that's important. So yeah, it, it's nice to see. But yeah, I I don't need to watch Cinderella again <laughs> uh, um, with a different you know. It's like because if you think about it, I I grew up in um in a school district that was very as far as diverse as far as storytelling. So I I know a bunch of of I, I you know African stories, Asian stories, and Latin stories growing up, obviously. That, that that are just rich in in, in yeah in, well characters and stories <laughs> i guess mm-hmm. and, and it and there's so much you can pull from you don't always have to go back to, to the same basic stories now because that's what they are they're basic really yeah. and so it, it's just it's a uh, it's hopefully something that'll change with 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 more and more talent mixing in in hollywood more diverse talent mixing in Hollywood. We see now what Jordan Peele's doing, for example, mm-hmm. horror and his kind of storytelling. That's a perfect. That's a great example. Uh, um, and so let's let's have more of that. But let's have more opportunities for different directors. And I, I think it would be. Um, I think it'd be great. It's just 
Not to say there's anything wrong with some, because like you think about it, a lot of the stuff that's being released, especially in theaters, is reboots and mm-hmm. it's, um, sequels, sequels reboots and sequels. Yeah. It's, yeah. <sighs> oh well. Oh well. I you know I I mentioned Independence Day, uh, at the beginning of the show, and I I do sincerely hope everyone has a a good safe, uh. Uh, Independence Day, if you haven't blown off your <coughs> hand already, please uh, make sure you, you still don't. I love that movie, though. And we that do watch great. it every, every year. It holds up, doesn't it? Mm-hmm. It freaking holds up, man. Every every aspect of it, except for, of course, some of the CGI and the dog fights and stuff. And, you know, after Top, top, after top Gun Maverick, uh, you can definitely, uh, you know wish for better even though the second independence day was awful man did you watch that first movie in theaters when you were a kid or or i did what's not your, been your experience with it i did not when did you was, see it then uh, was, i think we we rented it mm. it was one of the first times i saw it and it was um i saw that before i before i hadn't ever seen a movie like alien or anything like that mm. so it was really my first big exposure to, to that kind of like creature type of thing if nice. i remember correctly um but it was it was just a great adventure Obviously, Will Smith was a big deal, um, and it was. I remember just being in love with um, uh, Jeff Bo- uh, Jeff Goldblum's character because it's fun, <laughs> and um, David, yeah. and of course we all, you know, um, uh, the late Bill Pullman's amazing speech, of course, uh, uh, that he gives. Uh, did he, he passed away? Didn't he? Am I wrong? Uh, no, Bill Paxton. Passed oh, Paxton. Did? Sorry, that's yeah. what I'm confusing him with. I already want to kill the poor guy. I was like, Bill, uh, Bill Pullman's not dead, right? No, he's not. He's not. He's alive. Yeah. You guys, you guys feel like checking on him today? Today's a great day to do that. Yeah. Um. um yeah. yeah the was, speech was awesome. Right before mm-hmm. they they go off into space. So. Go go do the air fight. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, I love it. It was a movie my my whole family had seen in in theaters together, which was rare. Um, I can only I only have a few memories of of those like Independence Day and Night Night Nightmare Before Christmas. Um, it's a blast. It holds up incredibly well. Will <laughs> well. Uh, if you only could take one of Will Smith's uh, either Men in Black or Independence Day with you on on the journey to Mars to colonize Mars. You've been decided to help select the film library and you can only take one Will Smith alien, Men in Black or, or Independence Day. I'm taking Men in Black. That's good because I'm going to take Independence Day. I love Men in, Men in Black, but man, in, Independence Day is such a freaking treat and plus I got that like sentimental, you know, I, I just have with the, I with just have way more... In general, for the franchise, I have way more value with Men in Black. I mean, I thought I used to love the cartoon. I don't like any of the others. I just like the first one. <laughs> um, I really like the cartoon. Uh, mm. The worms were always such a fun thing. I used to have the worms as, as figures. Um, <laughs> and then uh, the song is obviously timeless. Yeah. And uh, yeah, some of the movies haven't been the, the greatest, but they're still, you know, they're fun. They're kind of, they're, they're Three was super campy, really. Yeah. And um, uh, what's his name? The pu- Frank the, the Pug was fun, <clears throat> and just just in general, his his um, th- just the banter between Tommy Lee Jones and Will Smith was just one of some some of the best. Oh, it's fun stuff. 
classic, man. Mm-hmm. It's it's classic. I I mean, in all honesty, you know, I think Wild Wild West was was hurt because of the of Men in Black and Independence Day being so great and doing so well between Smith and Goldblum, Smith and and Jones, uh, that Smith and um, shit Klein. Yep. Yeah, Kevin yep. Klein, Smith and and Klein. Just it wasn't awful. It just it wasn't as good. Um, but yeah, I I love it. You guys, let us know what you think about uh, uh, Independence Day down in in the comments. Tell us what you're doing for your Fourth of of July celebrations. Uh, if you are, you know, partaking in in that freedom to not, you know, down with the government or what whatever you're you're screaming about for for right now. Uh, do it peacefully and safely and, and we're we're all good guys please do check out uh, lrmonline.com every day for all of your inter- all of your entertainment news needs and opinions there's uh, interviews that go up from uh, the LRM YouTube channel and so you can subscribe to that that as well uh, reviews and stuff on on comics uh, uh, news pieces things on leaks and our opinions on these things reviews though the whole nine all of our great uh all of our great podcasts are available there and wherever you you get podcasts from. Uh, we've got Breaking Geek Radio. They do a little bit of everything, uh, including movie reviews every every week, movie or show reviews every every week. Uh, the Daily Cup of Genre, you're watching that. Uh, the Cantina does Star Wars news. Unless we have something to review, then we're doing that. Marvel Multiverse Mayhem is is the exact same. And Anime Versal reviews. Uh, looking for. Um, uh, classroom of the Elite later on today, as well as uh, season two of Class Classroom of the Elite going forward until Chainsaw Man, and then hopefully we can juggle juggle both. I also put all those up on our on our YouTube channel. You've got the uh, genre shot uh, t- trailer reactions to check out as well. I just did uh, Mushoku Tensei season two. Great, great anime. Can't recommend it e- enough. Please hit the red subscribe button. Manny, got anything else you want to say? Yeah, I'm gonna leave your social media or anything for another day. Um, Do you think Disney is relying too heavily on Marvel and Star Wars for their content? Yes, hundred percent. (laughs) Because because look, I was looking through, I I was looking through, and this is a topic for another day. But I'm just giving you the reason. So looking through films that they've released in theaters versus films they've released on Disney Plus and the quality versus the two, and I, and just. I feel like especially the animation studio and everybody and with what they with Lightyear really kind of almost phoning it in seemingly. Mm-hmm. I feel like they're getting lazy and it's just like, oh yeah, we just need to put another superhero movie. That are, that are weird. We, the audience, are getting lazy. I don't know. Well, yeah, I mean... Topic, topic for another day. Yeah. So <laughs> maybe, maybe tomorrow. Oh, not tomorrow because Manny won't, won't be here. I'll have Shocky, I believe. But Wednesday... Manny, mm-hmm. keep that yeah. thought in mind. We'll, we'll chat yeah, about probably, it. On, yeah, on the world usually changes within 24 hours, so we'll probably have a new topic. Yeah, <laughs> if right, you're guys. celebrating the 4th today, just make sure that um, you're using fireworks safely. Make sure you're checking on those barbecues. And uh, believe it or not, the top, you know, when it comes to fi- uh, when it comes to burns on the 4th of July, I've found out that, that besides fireworks, the top two um, culprits are barbecues and hot pavements. So uh, that's a very interesting uh, thing to keep in mind because that's not where you think you'd be getting burned. Yeah. And um, regardless of how you feel, just um, just know that you have a right to feel that way. Yeah. And um, just be respectful of others. 
Yep. And enjoy right. lining some stuff up. Yes, if you can, legally, looking at my state's stupid laws. Bye, guys. Redeemed a $50,000 cash prize playing Chumba Casino online. I was only playing for fun, so winning was a dream come true. Chumba Casino is America's favorite free online social casino. You too could have the chance to win life changing cash prizes. Absolutely anybody could be like Mary. Be like Mary. Log on to chumbacasino.com and play for free now. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The voice of the preceding commercial was not the actual voice of the winner. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you'll get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matters more than ever. Place your money line, prop, or parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. Bet MGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus and present in Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park.